Hey girl, and welcome to the Soul Social Podcast with your host, Nina Webb. This podcast is your one-stop shop for all things mindset, business strategy, manifestation, and more. After building a successful online community of over 13,000 women and scaling to 5K months in a matter of months, I am on a mission to help as many women as possible do the same. I want to help you take action to build a life of time and financial freedom you've always dreamed of and to truly believe in yourself and your business. I'll be spilling the tea in weekly episodes about what it actually takes to step into your next level self and have a successful business. So grab a cup of coffee or a herbal green tea and let's dive into the episode. Hey girl, welcome back to the podcast. So I actually didn't have any intention of filming a podcast episode, filming? Recording a podcast episode today, but I was on my daily walk just now And just as I was heading back, I had such a powerful idea. I just felt so called to share. And it was unlike any other idea that I'd seen other people share. So I just knew I had to share it. And my intuition was screaming at me saying, you need to talk about this, you need to talk about this. So as soon as I got back, I was actually rushing back. As soon as I came through the door, I sat down, I opened my laptop, connected my podcast mic, and here we are. So I want to share a story which some of you might have heard from my other podcast episodes. I've kind of talked about it briefly in the other episodes. If you're a one-to-one client of mine, if you're in the collective, you might know this story because this is a story I kind of like to share just because it taught me so many lessons. So I want to share the story of how I bought a £1,600 designer bag when I was a broke student and I was literally living in my overdraft. If you don't know what overdraft is, that was literally, I was in minus money in my bank account. (laughs) That is how little money I had. And yeah, I still dropped a lot of money on this designer bag. So the story goes, I was working at Selfridges at the time and I had been there for kind of a few months at this point. I was working for Givenchy, so It's a luxury designer brand, if you've never heard of it. And I was working in luxury accessories. So I was constantly surrounded by all of these designer bags and all of this wealth. And it just felt kind of normal. And I actually went through a breakup. So I was in a toxic relationship when I was in uni and I went through a crazy breakup. This was in November of let me think of the year, I think it was 2015, long time ago now, November 2015, I believe. No, sorry, it was November 2016. 2016 was the year. And I had literally gone through the breakup in November and in December, like a week later, I bought this designer bag. And it was kind of, you know, when you have a breakup and you just go a little bit wild and you just feel like, I just want to change everything up. You know how like sometimes people after a breakup, they get like a crazy new haircut or they completely dye their hair. Um, I mean, that's sort of what I did, but instead I went crazy and just bought this bag when I had literally no money. So I was kind of having this breakdown, I guess. And then I walked in, I just bought it. I'd been thinking about it for a long time to be fair. And I'd been looking at it and it was a... If you want to know the bag, it was a grey Givenchy Antigona medium and it was kind of big enough to fit all my uni laptop and all my uni books in. So I used to take it with me to uni and to be fair, I did get a lot of wear out of it, but it was a pretty crazy decision of me. And so the bag actually 
was worth 1,600, but because of the discount I had, I think it was came to about 900 or something. I can't remember the exact amount, maybe like 960, 970 pounds. So almost 1,000 pound when I was literally in minus money in my bank account. I think I was like just about in minus money in my bank account. And then I literally spent the whole rest of my overdraft. I think my overdraft at the time was like 1,000 or 1,500. And I literally spent the whole rest of my overdraft on this bag. <laughs> so I was literally broke afterwards. And I was literally eating bees on toast for ages after this, after I brought this bag. But I wanted to share kind of the lessons I learned and what this kind of story taught me. So the first thing that I learned, the first major thing that I learned was that materialistic, material things are probably not for me. And, you know, absolutely no hate or no judgment if they are for you. I mean, a lot of people have the goal of buying a certain designer bag, of buying a certain car, of buying a certain house. To be fair, I do have the goal of buying a certain house, but I'm not really so interested in labels as I once was. Obviously at the time I was in really into fashion as well. I mean, I still am. But I think after this, I learned that material things and especially like the labels were not necessarily for me. This is something who I spoke to a few people who kind of bought their first designer bag and they had this realization, I guess, in a way afterwards as well, that when I first got it, it was really exciting. I loved having it. It felt like I had a little piece of luxury on my arm. I felt very proud. Like whenever I walked into university, whenever I walked into a lecture, I felt super proud to be holding it. And it did feel kind of like a sense of, achievement, a sense of accomplishment in a way. Not really sure accomplishment of what, I guess, of my job at Selfridges, but kind of felt like a sense of achievement in a way. And I did, it did make me feel good, but essentially after the first few weeks, the drama of having it, the excitement of having it started to wear off. And I realized that it was just a bag. It was just a bag for me to put things in and that was really what I became. And that's really how my mindset shifted after that was, you know, in the beginning it was this big shiny new thing. And then afterwards it just became an, very much an everyday thing. Something that I took literally every day to uni that I was using all the time that I just wanted to put things in. Um, and it kind of lost its luster a bit, lost its excitement. And several people I spoke to who do have designer buyers kind of had that realization themselves. So was interesting to know that I wasn't alone, but I realized during this process that materialistic things are not for me. And I started to think, you know, what is for me? Because I think a lot of the time on Instagram, you look around, a lot of people are sharing materialistic things, whether they're an influencer, whether they're even in the coaching industry, whether they're on a business coach, whether they're a big entrepreneur, a lot of them are sharing, you know, big materialistic things, certain designer names, certain brands, certain bags, certain shoes. And, you know, you just start to think that maybe that is the goal I need to aspire to. Maybe that is the goal I need to have as well. And a lot of the time it might not necessarily be the right goal for you. It might not necessarily be aligned with you, but because we just see everyone talking about it and it's very kind of obvious in our society in terms of a lot of people do think that this sort of thing is important. And, you know, we just start to embody that ourselves and take it in ourselves. But it made me think, you know, what is important to me then? If it's not this, because I realized that I was just placing value in what other people thought were important. I was like, well, if it's not this, then what is it? And I realized that's when I realized that travel was important to me. And that was gonna be my main goal in life was to create something for myself, create a life for myself where I had the freedom and the flexibility to travel. That has always been my main driver and is a driver for a lot of entrepreneurs as well, rather than necessarily having a certain bag, a certain car, 
a certain house even to an extent. So yeah, that's the first big realization I had. And I know that a lot of you listening will relate to this because this is something that a lot of us go through in terms of feeling like we need to have these materialistic goals and aspirations when maybe we don't, maybe it's okay to have other goals. The second thing I learned was that your normal is not everyone else's normal. And this was something I learned, obviously I was working in Selfridges at the time. I was constantly surrounded by luxury and it just became very, very normal. We would have customers come in, they would buy five bags at once. They'd be very, very well off. They'd buy five bags at once. They would just come in and ask for the whole shop. Like, well, not the whole shop, but they'd come in and they'd ask for loads of different things and they could very easily spend this money. And obviously this is an environment where you're constantly around money and you're constantly constantly around wealth and around luxury. And that was the whole atmosphere of it. And I think what people don't talk about, I don't know if anyone listening has ever worked in luxury retail or even in retail generally. What you don't realize is that your environment can have an impact on your psyche and it can make you think a certain way. It can have an impact on you long-term. And I think people don't really talk about this because you know over a long term there was a lot of us every single one of us actually who was working in that boutique and then later I actually moved to Saint Laurent which is probably a equally well-known brand I'm sure you guys know it I moved later to Yves Saint Laurent and every single person I worked with in that boutique wanted to buy something from Saint Laurent like without exception that I can think of every single person had a goal of a bag or a bag they wanted to get for their girlfriend if it was a guy or you know something like that every single person had that goal and it just became very normalized that we thought, you know, this luxury is, is you know, normal for everyone. And it's normal to drop £1,600 in a bag. And it's normal to spend £5,000 in one day on one sale. And it just really has that effect on your mindset and on your mental health that you don't even realize. And I just want to emphasize that in relating it to the coaching industry now as well, because I feel like so much of the time we're in the coaching industry and once you're in it, and you see people charging, you know, £2,000, £3,000 for one-to-one coaching, it just becomes normalised. And all the time you have other coaches telling you you're not charging enough, you need to charge higher, you need to do this, you need to do that. You know, you see people charging £5,000, you see people charging five figures to work with them one-to-one. And you know what, good, good for them. I'm not, I'm not hating on that. I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. But we forget that to an outsider, this is not a normal amount. This will seem normal if you have some exposure to the coaching industry, if you have some exposure to online business, but for everyone else, for like the everyday person, this is a huge amount. And I remember actually when I first became interested in coaching, when I hired my first coach, this seemed like a crazy amount to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is insane. Like, can people actually charge this? And then I looked around and I realized everyone was charging this. And I just want to set that reminder that what is normal for you, what is normal in your world might not be the normal for everyone else. And that is a lesson I picked up when I was in Selfridges. And I realized after I bought this bag that, you know, we thought this was so normal. And we thought this was necessary almost to have this bag as like a proof of status, a proof of luxury and and things like that. But actually when you're in the real world, when you're out there, you're on the streets, it's, it's not that it's not that important to a lot of people. You know, I had some compliments on it. People say, you know, it was a nice bag, but you know, for most people, they just look past it. It's just a bag. It's not particularly important when you're actually out there, you're actually living life. So yeah, that is the second point I wanted to share. And then the third point I wanted to share is that not everything is as it seems, especially on social media. So you basically don't know what it took for that person to buy that thing that you are dreaming to own. Like say if you are dreaming of owning 
a certain bag, a certain car. You see someone on your Instagram buy it and they just show up in their new Mercedes with their new, I don't know, Chanel bag or whatever it is. And, you know, you feel that envy, you feel that jealousy and you wish that was you in a way because we're always a lot of the time, unfortunately, comparing ourselves to others on social media and wishing that, you know, that was our achievement. But you really don't know what it took for them to spend that money. You really don't know what they went through to do that because, and take my experience firsthand as a proof that you don't know what it took because when I bought this bag, like I said, I was completely out of money in my overdraft. I had literally minus like 900 pounds or whatever in my overdraft. And I had to dip into savings and I had to dip into other things just so that I could live. And I was living on bees on toast. I remember this time so vividly. I was living on bees on toast for three months afterwards. Three months, every single day I was eating bees on toast. I barely had anything else. Like I would also always go, you know, like when supermarkets have those deals at the end of the day on some days. So I would go to the supermarket at the end of the day and snap up like, you know, when they're super heavily discounted because it's about to go out of, what's the word? It's about to go off the food, whatever it is. It's about to go off and go bad and go moldy. So they put it super heavily discounted. So I would go and I would have to get all of that food. And that would be the, the only time I ever didn't eat beans on toast would be I was eating one of those things. And let me tell you, no one who followed me on Instagram at that time would have guessed that. Like when I first got the bag, I was sharing it all the time. You can check out my um, influencer account if you if you don't follow me already on there at nina.web underscore. If you want, scroll back to this time. Because when I first got it, I was literally sharing it all the time. I was posting about it. I was so proud of it. And you know, I feel like I bought it in a way almost just to show off on Instagram, if that makes sense, rather than even for the fact of having, you know, a bag for myself or even for the fact of, you know, actually having a useful bag. I feel like I just bought it to, to post loads of Instagram photos in a way. At that time, I was sharing it. I was you know, living the life. I was starting to do my blog. I was starting the whole influencing thing. I was posting a lot of photos, coming up with cool outfits, all accessorized with this bag. And, you know, for someone outside looking in, they might think that, you know, this girl's quite well off. She's doing well. She's a student in London. Obviously I was living in London. So from the outside looking in, it looked like I was doing really well. But I just want to say to you today that in that time, firstly, financially I was not doing well I was scrounging like I said I was eating beans on toast I couldn't spend any money on anything because I was so far in my overdraft and mentally I was not the best obviously I was going through this breakup and I was recovering and it took me a long while to recover mentally but that is not why I was putting across on social media because I was sharing this luxury bag and you know it probably looked like I was killing it. it probably looked like I was making it in life and honestly I wasn't so that also applies now to the coaching industry to any online business owner that you follow, you know, if they've just bought that new designer bag that you want, just know that you never know what it took for them to buy it. You never know what was going on behind the scenes and you never know what they actually did to get to that place. And like I said, they might have been scrounging on bees on toast for a month. They might have used all their savings and now they have nothing to eat. So that's it for today's little random podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's a little bit of a weird one because it's a kind of a deep personal story to me but I did feel like it I learned a lot of lessons from it that I really wanted to share and if you want to go deeper with me at the moment the main way to work with me is going to be in my January program so it's going to be me teaching a lot of the mindset shifts that I've had and really helping you work on your confidence 
work on your consistency to help you consistently show up for your online business and step into that confident next level that you have been waiting to get to. And I'm gonna share with you the cheat codes to get there faster because I'm gonna be sharing all the lessons that I've learned over years of being in social media and now almost a year of being a full-time entrepreneur. So if you wanna be a part of that program, you're feeling called to it, I'll leave the link for the waitlist where you also get discounted pre-sale in the show notes. But that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll speak to you soon. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it was exactly what you needed to hear today. Screenshot and share the episode to your Instagram stories and tag me at soulsocial underscore so I can hear your main takeaways and share you with my own community. And if you love this episode, please leave a review so we can get the podcast out to more heart-centered entrepreneurs who need it. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.